Good evening and welcome to the Esports Live FPL podcast for Game Week 2, powered by Esports Live and in partnership with FPL Addicts. I'm Ollie Walker-Peel and alongside me tonight is my uh, right-hand man in the commentary box, Elliot Craig. We've also got Jack, um, Senior Management at Esports Live and the previously mentioned FPL guru, Matt from FPL Addicts. How are we all? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, very, very well. well. Great, thanks, Ollie. Obviously, you can see we've got a diverse range of uh, clubs on show. Obviously, me being a massive Rovers fan, obviously not quite in the Premier League just yet, but um, obviously repping the mighty uh, mighty Rovers here. We've got Elliot with the uh, old school Newcastle top. I think it's a Newcastle Brown Ale one, right? From uh, 1999, from the mate. 1999. Away, we've got um, Jack with uh, Man United. The Red Devils, not so mighty anymore. <laughs> we'll be back, Elliot. We'll be back. And we've got uh, Matt, obviously, with the second biggest team in North London. In- <laughs> <laughs> Mate, we'll be the first one if Bale, when Bale, uh, Bale gets the deal through. That's the number you, one. <laughs> you must be happy with the result this morning then, wouldn't you? You went 1-0 down, I saw. But... Yeah. Yeah, look, I'll take any win, any win yeah. in, uh, in Bulgaria. Look, we'll, we'll get on to all of that a bit later, including the uh, potential incomings of uh, Gareth Bale and everything uh, regarding transfers just later on but before all that I think we're just going to go back to game week one and uh, just explain how we all went pretty much in the uh, the league we've got going and uh, any improvements we should make going forward so me personally just to kick off um, I had I had a good week could have probably been better though um, I had 60 points and captain Harry Kane so um, it could have been tons tons better if I'd have got a bit Lucky with the uh, with the captain choice. Obviously, um, I've had a bit of a nightmare there, let's say. But um, of course, you can't have it all your own way. Should be up on the screen there now. Um, that's the game week one team I had with um, the double Southampton. that didn't quite pay off. The double Leicester did. Um, and then obviously Van Dijk, Aubameyang all paid off. Salah with a hat trick. And the Kane captaincy didn't quite pay off. So currently sitting around 1.6 million in the world and sitting at 29th in the league. Matt, over to you just quickly. How did you get on? Well, I had a, uh, a good week, uh, 72 points. Um, that's Mo Salah, though. Like, I can thank Salah with his hat-trick against Leeds. So that, that pretty much got me over the line. Uh, Obama Yang and James Justin were the only other two that really got me the uh, the big points. Um so yeah, not 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 the uh, not a bad week. Um, I would have liked to sort of hit eighty to eighty five, but but seventy two points is um, is well above the average. So I'll take that on week one. And now, Elliot, obviously we have a lot of back and forth about FPL. It's something that's key in our conversations. Uh, obviously, the bit of banter that goes back and forth. Have you backed it up this week? I did because I beat you, so that's what's important. I beat you by <laughs> three right. points. I got sixty three points. So um. I was similar to Matt. I went with James Justin in defence. He and Van Dyke were the only ones that got me positive returns because just like you, I went with the double Southampton and Carl Walker-Peters and um, McCarthy, who unfortunately conceded to Crystal Palace, I believe it was. They lost 1-0, which was quite unexpected. Southampton were quite a solid team towards the end of last season, but they seem to be doing a lot worse this year. And um, I also had Trent and Matt Doherty in my defence, who both 
two very expensive defenders that didn't do anything for me this week. So I'm hoping with Trent against Chelsea, he scored in the last two meetings. He scored that wonderful free kick last time out. So I'm hoping he can do something. Um, regarding captaincy, I went with a Bamiang. Should have gone Salah, but I mean, you can't really complain with a Bamiang. He got he scored a goal, so he got me 14 points in the end after the captaincy. And then Salah was the only other one that did anything for me. And then Harry Kane, Hyungman Son and Alan Sam Maximan all blanked for me, unfortunately. But 63 points to take into game week two. So it's not the worst start, not the best start. And uh, Jack, how about you? I think I'm um, bottom of the pile <laughs> as, we, as we go to start, <laughs> as we kick off, boys. Um, so I finished on 49 points. And uh, listen, my first excuse, if I can get it in early, is uh, I'm making a return to fantasy football after five years out of the game. I did finish on a miserable run five years ago, but I've made a return now. You know, week one was steady. I, I put William straight in. Um, I felt he was going to deliver, and he did. So he, he definitely carried the team to get to that 49 points for me. I had um, Aubameyang in there alongside him. Um, and I did choose uh, Marnie instead of Salah, so that was the first mistake. Uh, and obviously, Captain Harry Kane up top for me. Um, he didn't deliver, as we know, so I blame Matt for that um, <laughs> but oh, in, in defence Justin and Mitchell uh, of all people with um, Alexander Arnold not really doing up to much Justin and Mitchell carried me in defence so listen 49 is a positive one but um, as I'll allude to maybe later on in the pod I'm going to make some major changes <laughs> so it sounds like we've uh, all got quite similar templates to our teams and then it's kind of just come down to, to captain choices or maybe those one or two other players so um, but yeah, look, myself, Ollie, and Elliot did do a, a little bit better than you, on, on, unfortunately, for yourself, mate. But um, yeah, look, we'll uh, look forward to hearing what changes you've made for game week two. Yeah, well, I think obviously with Man United, Man City, and Burnley being the three main teams that you'd have FPL assets for, I think it was Villa as well that didn't have a game in game week one. Yeah, Most right. of the teams in the world were quite similar. Most people had the Abamyangs, the Salas, and tried to go with the cheap defenders and James Justin and Mitchell and Walker Peters and stuff. So it was quite similar. But um, glad to have all the teams back playing this week so you can uh, spice it up a little bit, I think. Yeah, class. Burnley aren't going to do anything for me because I'm a rule as a, as a Rovers <laughs> fan. This is my fourth season playing FPL. I don't know if I stuck to it the first season, but everyone since, I know for sure, I haven't had a Burnley player in from start to finish. It's a rule that I've used, I've implemented, so there's no way I'm bringing in Tarkovsky or Pope or, or Chris Wood. There's no way you can see me um, see me doing anything of that. So that'll affect me. For sure, will be on the horizon looking forward. Um, so that's how we went on. Um, I presume no chips are being played this early on? Don't think so for me. Definitely not. No, not, not from... Uh... Not from my end, although I don't think uh, that with the Salah, like a triple captain him game week one wouldn't have been the worst idea with his hat-trick. Because you've got to think later on in the season, I've, I've had times even down the years where I've triple captained someone on a double game week and they've, they've returned less than a less than a hat-trick. Mm. So you know, all, all those uh, guys that captain Salah, um, triple captain is, is you know, fruitful. I think it's um, wait for Liverpool Fulham is the way that I'll go about it. Liverpool at home to yeah. Fulham because they um they don't look Premier League standard if I'm completely honest. But we'll have to see how <laughs> no, that one goes. They weren't great. Scotty Parker looks smart, doesn't he? Yeah, he's the gleaming light in that team, and he's the one that's retired. So that says everything. 
Now, obviously, we've uh, talked you up, Matt, as being the guru. Obviously, you are the key man behind FPL Addicts and the uh, Instagram and Twitter page, which if you haven't followed already, what are you doing? Go over and uh, go over and do that. Obviously, you're doing a great job. But um, obviously, you've explained how you went. You were rather happy with that, I guess. Yeah, I'll, I'll, 72 points is good. The average this week was 50. Um, so that's across the board for, for Fantasy League. Uh, 50 points, you know, sorry, uh, 72 points myself is, you know, above that average. So happy to uh, happy to go again this week and hopefully can, um, you know, hit that, that 80 plus point mark. I try to average 80 points a week is what I kind of look for. So, you know, I'll take 72. And uh, obviously we've got the little uh, mini league that we're running with uh, Esports Live and FPL Addicts. Who's uh, Steve in a way to start that one off? But I'm uh, I'm happy to have a uh, quick chat about the mini league. So you know, at the moment we've got up to 100 players in there, uh, you guys all included. Um, at this stage, top of the league is Steven Stathikis, 100 points. So we've got a pretty good standard uh, in our league at the moment. Our uh, you know top 20 players all beat the uh, average of 50 points. So can't complain there. We've we've got a uh, a high standard of, of fantasy league players in our league. So happy with that. Um, in terms of the captains, 75% of our league captained uh, Salah. So, um, you know, it's good to see we've got a high standard of players and, and um, you know, happy with our, with our start to our league. As we should be. And um, what about the players to watch this week, Matt? And um, the price rises, obviously, I think Willian, off the top of my head, I know he's risen, I think. Um Players like uh, who else rose? I can't off the top of my head. I can't remember, but Calvert I know William rose. Calvert Lewin yeah. rose. I think Mane dropped. Yeah, Mane dropped. That's a huge one. So because uh, yeah. it's all about everyone picks with Liverpool with Mane Salah. Who to pick? Fifty fifty call. Cool. A lot of people went Mane. A lot of people go obviously go Salah. And you know to have a price drop on Mane now at this stage is, is crucial, especially if you're looking to bring in uh, Raheem Sterling. So Raheem Sterling's priced at twelve million. Man City now start their fixtures this weekend. So to have a price drop on a Mane, who was 12 million, now he's 11.9, you're not going to be able to do that straight swap uh, Sterling to, uh, or Mane to Sterling unless you take a points hit of minus four um, or use your wild card this early. But um, yeah, what wild card game week two is, is desperate measures. Obviously, we've uh, talked about the teams coming back in with you, you know, your United, your Cities, Villa, Burnley. And you also think of, you know, Liverpool scoring four, Arsenal netting three. Which teams do you reckon we should be looking at to pick players from? It's got to be this weekend for me. I'd, I'd be looking at Everton. So a nice home fixture against West Brom. You know, West Brom lost convincingly at home to Leicester last week. Everton beat you know, my club Spurs 1-0 and they did perform very well. So I think this week you've got to look at Everton assets. You've got Richarlison, so he's 8 mil. As a striker, uh, Calvert-Lewin, who, as we said before, he rose to 7.1. Uh, Hammers Rodriguez looked the part last weekend. He was absolutely everywhere. Uh, so those three for me are, are key. Um, so if you can have at least two of two of those three. But even their defence, you know, Pickford, who made so many saves last weekend in that first half. So you're going to get save points, potentially a clean sheet. There's uh, Keane, Michael Keane. Is it Michael Keane? 
yeah. yeah center back yeah he um you know set piece threat obviously you won't like him ollie being a uh ex burnley legend mm-hmm. but uh there's luca dean digne luca dean the left back the french french lad he's brilliant as well so they got some good options this week um but again like you know I've, I, I say everton is a good choice if you can have three in there for this fixture it, it would be you know brilliant they've got a pretty good run coming up as well um but again it is everton uh, we said this last season with Everton, and, and they uh, they began to let everyone down. So, yeah, be be cautious. But um, if you can get, but for me, like I've, I'm going to be looking at Richarlison. He had the most shots on uh, goal last weekend in the Premier League, so I think he's due a goal. Um, but anyone from Everton, uh, and then we look at Arsenal, Obama uh, Yang, Willian. Um, they're they're great options. There's Kieran Cherney at the at the back. He's a fullback, brilliant option as well. Gets forward, and then you've got to look at Man United as well this weekend. First game back, home to Crystal Palace. Bruno Fernandez, penalty king, assisting, scores goals, likely on set pieces. Ten point five million. Uh, Martial nine million. Striker. Uh, Rashford. He's now classified as a midfielder. So you're going to get more points out of him, similar to what they've done with Obama Yang. So you can't look past uh, Man United this weekend, in, in my opinion. Pa- Palace did have a good start last week, but you know United at Old Trafford is a um, strong, strong <coughs> side. So should, for me, should be guaranteed points in there, Norma. Yeah, yeah, you'd think so. I, I, I think um, defensively as well, like you could look at. I, that's another thing as well. Who's going to be in goal for for United? That's what. I'm kind of... It's the big spoke. question. Yeah, you know, David De Gea, and then you've got Henderson. So there's a decision there to be made, but I do think United will be good with clean sheets in, in their home games. Um, Rashford, Fernandez, Martial, take your pick. Uh, there's Van der Beek, 7 million, another potential bargain. He, you know, he'd arrived quite late in the box when he was back at Ajax. I remember him scoring against Spurs last year and in the Champions League as well, and he looked a tidy player. So, seven million, he he could be a bargain. And I've also forgot Mason Greenwood, seven and a half million, and he's a midfielder, classified as a midfielder. So, there's some bargains to be found in in United uh, for this game. Week. Doesn't matter if um, who's keeping clean sheets if Patrick Van Aanholt pops up with another last minute yes. winner. Yes, that's true. And can't, can't dismiss. Uh, um, even Palace in that in that fixture with Zaha again. He's he was a striker last year in fantasy league. He's now classified as a midfielder, so he got a goal last week. He's seven million, so um, there's a lot of good potential this weekend. But I think in terms of your strongest clubs, Everton, Man United, Arsenal, they look they look the strongest from the sort of bigger clubs that that sort of top eight nine teams. And you know if you're looking lower in the table, newly promoted sides Leeds uh, have have quite a nice fixture at home to Fulham, so. You know, Leeds assets would would be uh, would be good. I think it's also worth noting when you were talking about Everton. I believe they played Salford City in the cup. I know they won three 0 and I think Michael Keane yeah. actually popped up with a goal himself. I think yeah, he started he off the scoring from a corner. I think he scored a header. So he's also got that to add to his game. Obviously, he's a tall centre half. Comes up for corners, set pieces, and stuff. So he could be a potential bargain. But um, just a quick question with someone like Dominic Calvert-Lewin, who is quite relatively cheap at the minute for 
someone who looks to be a consistent scorer, only 7.1 million at the minute. He's obviously, he's got West Brom, Crystal Palace and Brighton in his next three fixtures. So would it be worth going with him now over Richarlison and trying to avoid a potential price rise in the future? Yeah, so I, it's a good question. I've Me personally, I've gone Richarlison. Um, I just feel that the number of shots Richarlison gets in goal is just incredible. Uh, Cavett-Lewin, if you, if you need to use that money in other areas, so say you need, uh, you save that 0.9, Rich Allison's 8 million, Calvert Lewin's 7.1. So you save that 0.9, you can put that in another area that you feel needs strengthening, whether it's another striker, another, you know, additional defender, a better second goalkeeper option. Um, then you can go with Calvert Lewin. But I think if you've got the money to spend, I'd still be going Rich Allison, just based on his shots, the, the amount of shots he has a game. Calvert Lewin, Although I do think he'll score goals, he's a bit more of a target man, uh, holds the ball up, feeds in you know, Richarlison and Hamas um, Rodriguez and, and those guys. So I'd, um, for me, I, I personally prefer Richarlison. He is a bit more expensive. But if you do need to save the money, then you'd go Cabot loan. But if you've got the money spare, Richarlison is the one for me. Yep, I would definitely agree with you there. So what about this week? Obviously, as a Spurs fan yourself, the transfer activity to look out for doesn't look like it looks likely, sorry, today that Gareth Bale, he'll be in London from what I've heard. So obviously there could be an incoming announcement for that. So what would happen with that? How do you reckon he'd be priced? And obviously as a midfielder, you'd like to think um, how much do you reckon he would be and what impact would he have in the FBL league? Oh, huge, huge impact. Once he gets fully fit and we know what his position is going to be um, in the Tottenham team, I think he might be on the uh, on the right hand side of a front three. So, you know, with him cutting in on his left foot, it's you know, it's a huge threat. Fantasy football wise, FPL wise, midfielder. He said, I think he'll be classified as a midfielder. Price range, I would hope nine and a half mil. Um, based on, I feel if it was Gareth Bale of seven years ago, you're looking at premium midfielder of 12 12 million yep. like Salah type of type of uh, money but he's been out of the Premier League for a long time he hasn't played too many games in the last 12 months so I'd like to hope fantasy league would uh, price him at maybe that nine and a half kind of mark given Fernandez when he come into the game last season was priced in at nine million um Bale has had that Premier League experience but again like is it is, is it going to be that Gareth Bale from, from seven years ago? I, I personally think nine and a half is a fair price. Ten at a push because he's had Premier League experience. But anything above that for me, I'm not sure if it's going to be value for money when you've got Bruno Fernandes, Kevin De Bruyne, Sterling, Salah, who are all that premium price range, or Bama Yang. For me, I think he's got to be that nine and a half to sort of 10 million bracket to even consider bringing him in, just based on, on his... Uh, you know, seven years away from the Premier League and his last couple of years at Madrid playing golf type of type of thing, as the joke joke sort of stands. At all. Just quickly on Sergio Regulon as well, who also seems to be an incoming player, obviously as a left back, watched him a fair bit in the Europa League. He looks quite attacking. So I think obviously with Matt Doherty on the other side, if he was priced anything below Matt Doherty's six million, I think he could be quite a um a bargain in that Spurs and a cheap way into that Spurs defence for an attacking fullback. No, I, I agree. He uh, got the Liga left back of the year last season. I believe he made, I think, four four goals and eight assists from, from left back. I could be wrong, but that's what I was reading uh, recently. 
Um, but he, he'd be a, uh, if he's anything on the diet, he, that we're looking at potentially Mourinho's talking about a 3-4-3. So he'll have his three centre-backs, then the four, and then the three up front. So you'd see Doherty and um, the the new left back on bombing up the left. And he's less than uh, bombing up the left. <laughs> if you've got Regulon flying up the left-hand side and he's less than six million um, which Doherty is on the other side, then you could be looking at a bargain, especially with Mourinho's. He, he likes to keep it tight at the back, you know, watershed defence, part the bus type of stuff. And um, although Spurs conceded last night and last week in the Premier League, I do think Mourinho is going to um, really want, want Spurs to be keeping those clean sheets. So potentially some, some attacking returns and clean sheets in one with those guys. And, and also going back on the Harry Kane point, uh, with Ollie earlier on, you know, letting him down, and I know he let Jack down and his team as well. And um, as captain, I think with Bale in the side, we're going to see a lot more uh, opportunities for Harry Kane, a bit more creativity, a better final ball, which which is what we really lacked last weekend against Everton. Onto the differentials now for this game week. So the uh, the players outside of the normal bracket, outside of the Salas, the Abamyangs, the the players that you can get into your team that will make a difference and help you move up the league without everyone else gaining off them as well. Again, I'm going to point back to Everton again. I know I've said Richarlison, Hammers, Calvert Lewin are the guys to have in terms of, of the uh, you know the traditional attacking players from Everton. But again, I've I've thrown Decore in there, a new signing from Watford. He's got 2.6% ownership. He's less than six mil. He, he's, his stats at Watford were pretty good. He'd, he'd come up with goals. Um, I think him at, at 2.6% ownership is a very good differential. Low price, cost effective. Uh, Jack Harrison at Leeds might be a uh, unpopular one with uh, you boys, with you being the... Uh, being, Northerners, <laughs> in a way, you northern lads, not like in the old Leeds boys. But um, yeah, looking at um, Jack Harrison, uh, low um, 2.9% ownership. Again, five and a half mil, I believe he is. Five, He's got a cracking million. goal as well. He's cracking goal against goal Liverpool. Um, so Jack Jack Harrison and Decore are two low ownership players that I would, uh, I'd be looking at this week. I know a lot of our, me and mine and Ollie's mates are looking at James Rodriguez at 7 million, obviously created five or six key chances against you lot, just Richarlison and Calvert-Lewin couldn't get on the end of them. Do you think he could also be a shout as a differential? Yeah, James, I'm not, I haven't seen what his uh, current ownership is for this week. Um, 12%. 12%. Yeah, seven and a half million. Um, again, that's lower than your Fernandez's, your De Bruyne's, your Sterling's, your Salah's, um, your Sons. So with 12% ownership, yeah, why not? I'd, I'd be saying that's that's certainly a, uh, a differential. He's only in one every one out of every sort of 12, 12 teams, 10 teams. So yeah, Hammers is, is a great shout. I think if we were just quickly to pop back the leads and obviously as a Blackburn fan, one player who, I, who impressed me or who got on the score sheet a lot of leads last season. I think he did it at Ewood in the in the home game that we had against them last season. And I think again the season before, so the last two times they played us at Ewood Park was Mateus Click, who uh, got nine at the weekend, who uh, with a goal. I think he might be one from Leeds that were you know has been gone under the radar a little bit. Good good going forward and um, on the answers can take. 
So I think he's one that we uh, could look at if we are looking towards Leeds. Just moving on quickly. Now, uh, obviously, we're doing a little thing similar to uh, what you might see as the scout selection on uh, FPL's Twitter, which we've called the scout pick of the week, which um, basically we've got um, we'll draft a team within the 100 mil budget. Um, I'm sure to be a lot of disagreements, but let's bring up what we have put together for that. And uh, Matt will just go through what uh, what the thought process was. Pickford in goal, West Brom, home fixture, plenty of save points last week against Spurs. Clean sheet for me this weekend. Probably the best choice, along with, I do like the look of the Manchester United goalkeepers, but again, like who are they going to play, De Gea or, or Henderson? So for me, Pickford this weekend, off the back of a brilliant performance last week in goal. Uh, Wambasaka, fullback, gets forward, gets assists. Very big on the bonus points. Home to Palace, low-scoring team, Crystal Palace. So Wambasaka's in there. Gabriel, impressed last week, scored for Arsenal, manned the match with the three bonus points. Uh, nice home fixture again against West Ham. Uh, Justin, Leicester, very cheap. Home to Burnley, again, another team that's quite low scoring. Leicester kept a clean sheet last week. Home fixture, Bruno Fernandes, home fixture, Man United penalties. Um, it's always the first thing to mention when Bruno Fernandes' <laughs> name pops up. It's about all the gifts. <laughs> He's, he's yeah. got a lot more to his game, to be fair. Eh? He, he, yes, he does. Yeah. Last year, coming in January, he made. He was, I think he's the best impact any player's ever made coming into the Premier League. Like, I don't, I don't think there's many arguments against that, right? No, but no. Think, um, he, yeah, he's, he's got. He's got to be in there. So I think he's right to be in there, buddy. Yeah, ten and a half yeah, million just, as well. So he's cheaper than than your uh, De Bruyne, uh, Sterling type of players. So. I think you've got to put Bruno Bruno Fernandez for me. I've not got him in my uh, own side as of yet, but he's he's coming in. He's coming in as soon as Arsenal's form, if it does decline, or Bamiyang's yeah. coming out, and Fernandez is coming in for that extra one and a half mil save. So, got to have got to have Fernandez. I think you could tell with his impacts due to just um, just with it being the fact that people are considering the team of the seasons after coming in after half a year, you know, half the season in January. Just shows the impact he's had, and I think he's revitalised the, the Man United squad that looked, you know, pretty much dead in the water throughout um, throughout the first half of last season, and really powered them towards, you know, a, a European challenge. But I just think of a player like Fernandez and his FPL numbers under a manager like Sir Alex Ferguson back in the day. If you had him in that midfield, you just think how well he'd play. Um, so he's a, definitely an option to proceed forward with. Again, I've ignored him, but I think he's definitely one to go and give him maybe this week and see how he goes and then bring him into what I think a lot of sides will be bringing him in after this week. I agree. Um, moving on, I've, I've gone with Salah. So, again, this is one a few people would say, look, why have you not gone for like a Willian or someone that's, that's a bit lower uh, in terms of their price? But with the hat-trick last week, from Salah. I know two of them were penalties, but again, with VAR around at the moment, we, we seem to be seeing a lot of penalties. So I, I can't not include Salah after his hat-trick last week. 20-point score, criminal to not include him this weekend in, in my eyes. Um, Yang, captain's armband, home to West Ham. Elliot addressed it quite well earlier. 
Newcastle were able to go there and score two goals away away at West Ham. So I think West Ham away at the Emirates could easily, you know, concede two or three goals. So Aubameyang's got to be in there this week. Moving on to James Rodriguez. We spoke about him a lot so far. Lots of creativity, lots of shots on goal. Looked brilliant last weekend against Spurs. Then with the three strikers, Callum Wilson, goal last week. Three bonus points, I believe, as well. I think they went to Jeff Hendrick, if I'm not mistaken. Jeff Hendrick? He got, the, got the goal and the assist. I think he got three, and I think Wilson got two, if I'm Wilson not mistaken. I believe so. He uh, he was he was in and around the box. He had quite a few attempts on goal as well, and could have easily had a couple couple. So home to Brighton. Brighton just come off the back of three goals shipped against Chelsea. Uh, they look like they've got mistakes in them. They they conceded a penalty. There was a deflected goal. Um, so Wilson at home, good win for Newcastle last week. Got a back Callum Wilson in there. Well priced as well. Um, you can get him for six point six right now. Did he, he did he ride? Did he ride? Uh, I don't think so. He might have done. I wouldn't be surprised because everyone was sort of looking at him or Mitrovic going that 0.5 above to sort of try and get him in his team. And he's he's also got a good goal scoring record against Brighton. And obviously, as a formerly Bournemouth man, he'll love to score against the Seagulls. No doubt about that. I agree. And then Rich Allison, we spoke about him again many a time today. Most shots in, on goal last weekend out of any player in the Premier League. Um, home to West Brom. They got hammered against Leicester. Got to have another Everton player in there. Gone with a triple up on, on Everton. Again, like Everton are one of those teams. When you when you put your faith in them, they let you down. But I'm hoping that this is the season for Fantasy League where these guys don't let us down. And then last striker, Bamford, Leeds, scored at Anfield last week. Home game against Fulham. Fulham looked pretty dreadful last week against Arsenal. Uh, Bamford seems to be the one that they're, they're starting now. I thought maybe Rodrigo was going to be in there ahead of him, but of a goal last week, home to Fulham, to, to fit him within this, to, you know, to keep it within the 100 million budget, he, he's, a, he's a good budget option to have. Because you've got your big hitters, Fernandez, Salah, Aubameyang. And then uh, you, know, you want to get your lower lower price guys in there. Bamford is is perfect for me this weekend at home to Fulham. So Matt, you've made that team there. We'll track how that goes and report back on that next week. In terms of your own team, though, what changes have you made going into uh, game week two? Well, I've I've put Richarlison in. I did have Danny Ings. Uh, Danny Ings had a great season last season, and he does have very good sort of five to ten fixtures coming up but I, I couldn't look past an Everton striker this weekend and I, I've got a 4-5-1 my team's a 4-5-1 I've only got one forward so I need that striker to be performing every week to be getting assists and goals Ings at home to Spurs obviously there's, there's a bit of bias from me being Spurs but I just thought tougher fixture than than what Everton have at home to to West Brom so Rich Allison straight in there for me Save myself a 0.5 because Ings is 8.5 mil, Richarlison's 8 mil, and then I can use that spare change next weekend and you know bring bring someone in where, where required. So Richarlison for me, I've gone with a 4.51 again, and um, that that's captain wise as well. I'll be looking at Obama Yang 
with a vice captain of uh, Rich Allison. That's my that's my pick for for this week. Obviously, we've uh, Jack. You've uh, mooted the big changes this week. You've said how uh, you've built it up. And you've said how uh, crucial they're going to be in your team moving forward. <laughs> Please elaborate. All right, boys. Well, obviously, I played a bit of fantasy suicide this week already. And made some wholesale changes and spent spent a few points, which is obviously against. I didn't want to use that wild card just yet, so um, I might have been better just starting this week rather than starting week one. <laughs> yeah. The changes, um, but yeah, I think I made seven changes in total. Actually, to be fair, um, spent twenty four points. Um, I know the guru won't wow. be too happy with that, but um, that's, that's too many points, Jack. That's too many, but like I said, I should have started week, week, week two. Um, so what, what I've done, um, I've actually took I took Trent out this week and uh, put uh, Reese James in after his performance, um, and obviously it got me a few extra a uh, few extra pounds to spend. So uh, Rob Holding went in there. Uh, I kept Justin Douglas in, especially with Douglas this week at Fulham. I'm expecting obviously a result in there. Justin performing well. Uh, so I put uh, Mitchell. I kept Mitchell in there as well, but he's on. The, he's gone to the bench. So I've gone four-five-one. Um, I kept uh, Aubameyang in there. Um, I took Mane out and brought Salah in after his performance. Um, obviously regretting that one from week one. Um, <laughs> William William was in my uh, week one. Obviously he was class, and I put him again. But I'm, I am actually a bit concerned about William going forward. Obviously, competition for places in the Arsenal team. I think. Arteta under Guardioli would have learned about the rotation um, and he would, he'll be rotating very shortly. So I think I'll leave Willian in there for this week and I'll look to be bringing someone like maybe Greenwood in, um, perhaps similar pricing, a bit cheaper actually at the minute. Um, so I'll be looking to switch them two over. But yeah, William retains and then I, I took, um, I brought De Bruyne in. Um, I needed to get him in early. It was up between him and Fernandez. obviously. I do fancy Fernandez a lot. Um, but I think uh, De Bruyne, obviously, if you don't have him in your fantasy team, I, I don't know, it's just, it's too scary not to have him in there. Um, and then with Kane, absolutely let me down and Mourinho uh, getting on my nerves. I've uh, taken them out and uh, Martial is in and um, I think Martial is going to run riot against Crystal Palace. Um, but I have made uh, Aubameyang captain this week um, and Martial is my vice. Um, and then I don't even want to talk about my bench. Obviously, you can imagine spending all that money. It's, uh, <laughs> it's all that for the, uh, the injured players and the four millions and the ones that you've never heard of that get loaned out to League Three teams for a season. That's what they're for. Now, uh, but, um, yeah, all good yeah. for me. And fingers crossed for a, a better game week two. It's taking a lot gonna, of hits. You're going to need it. I'm going to need it. I'm going big. I'm going big. <laughs> <laughs> As you correct, I don't think I can uh, say it better myself. FPL suicide. Let's see if, uh, <laughs> if you have a revival by next week. Uh, now, Ellie, you've got a three uh, three point head start over me, which I'm pretty already annoyed about. Um, obviously, you won the league that I made last year. Obviously, I won the two before that, but moving on quickly from that. Um, how, what are you doing this week? Not the part. Exactly, mate. Um, I'm I'm rolling over from my team this week. I'm not going to make any changes at all, to be honest. I don't think other than the vice captain is going to go to Kane, who I'm going to stick with. Southampton, I think he should get a goal. I said that against Everton, though, obviously. Southampton don't look great. 
great defensively, but I, I'm I'm going to back him to score. And I've also still got Son in the midfield. So I'm just I said it in the first week. One of them is bound to do something. Both did nothing, but we'll see how that goes. But I'm I'm rolling over. Abamyang keeps the captain's armband for me. West Ham. It should be guaranteed points almost, but we can only we can only hope for that. And then I'll probably look forward to getting someone like. Um, De Bruyne, Bruno Fernandes, maybe Anthony Martial looks quite enticing at nine million. Obviously, price beneath Vardy, Kane, and obviously he's a very capable goal scorer in the future. But for me, this week, absolutely no changes. Yeah, I'm not making any transfers, but I'm just going to quickly make the one change bringing someone on from my bench, and it was someone I'm bringing on who. Um, was um, a player who actually wore the shirt that I'm currently wearing at the minute was uh, on loan at Blackburn in 18-19. If I just bring my team back up, I'm not going to make any transfers. I'm going to roll over just as Elliot is. But um, here's where I'm looking at. Um, I'm switching from a back five to a back four this week, and I'm bringing on the ginger jabby himself, Harrison Reed, who was a brilliant <laughs> player for Rovers in that little loan season. He had a wish we'd sign him on, but obviously... He went to Fulham on loan from Southampton and got promoted and signed them permanently. Um, I'm currently benching Kyle Walker-Peters because obviously the, the double Southampton against Tottenham want to minimise that pretty much. And because obviously I want the two Tottenham assets to do something, I'm going to bench that one and then bring it back to a back five next week. So I was playing a 5-3-2 to start. The captains, he will go on to Aubameyang. I'm not sure where to place my vice, I think. Or I could even go with my captain is Salah, but I'm going to keep it as a Batman for now. But that may change before the deadline. I think that's at eight o'clock, is it? For us out there, at eight o'clock, um, obviously Melbourne time yeah. on Saturday night. So that might change before then. Um, obviously, it's a really, really annoying game week because obviously I've got a lot of Southampton and Tottenham assets which will clash. Hence why I tried to, to bench Walker Peters to uh, take that away from that. But otherwise, I'll be rolling over with a view to maybe dropping Son or dropping a Bamiang to get in some of those Manchester City and Manchester United assets next week. But that's game week one wrapped up and game week two previewed. Hope you've enjoyed the first episode of the FPL podcast run by Esports Live in partnership with FPL Addicts. Hope you'll join us back next week where we'll probably be rage trading and transferring out <laughs> all of our players. But I hope you'll join us back. Wildcard played. (laughs) All the the chips out the window. All the toys out the pram. And I hope you join us next week so we can review this game week. Look forward to the one upcoming. And uh, so I hope you've enjoyed this one with all four of us on. We'll be back next week. See you then. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this live esports fixture hit.